1: Occasionally here on the Bay, we like to revisit stories we've produced when there's an update or when there's movement on the topic. Today is one of those days. This week, the Golden State Warriors brought all you fans out there just a little bit closer to yet another NBA championship. They landed New Orleans Pelicans center DeMarcus Cousins for virtually no money when compared to his peers. He signed a $5.3 million one-year deal with the Warriors giving the team five all-star players that should make any team cringe to have to play the defending champs. So with that in mind, we're replaying an episode we produced last month about Oakland's long relationship with the Warriors and their fans. Here's the story. Okay, just walking up to the parade route right now. You can see the barricades holding off some of the crowd that's already gathered here. There's just um, lines of people along the side here. I guess you can't really ever get tired of another championship parade. There are hundreds of thousands of fans out in Oakland celebrating the Golden State Warriors again. People from all over the Bay Area. Uh, Which city? Hayward. From Berkeley, California. Vallejo. From Orange Creek. I'm from San Bruno. But I just want to speak to those from Oakland. Because after next season, the Warriors are moving to San Francisco. When the Warriors move across the Bay to San Francisco, is that going to be hard on you? No, nah, I'm still going to be a Warriors fan, until the death, still going to love them. I'm still going to love them. It. It's Golden State.
0: It's not Oakland. It's Golden State.
1: I'm wearing a shirt that says Oakland Warriors only for one reason and one reason only. They bounce the ball in Oakland. We build
0: great teams. And then they go somewhere else to be a superstar. Exactly. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: Today, why some Warriors fans from Oakland say their relationship is complicated. From Devin Katayama. Welcome to the Bay.
0: Growing up a Warriors fan um, was interesting in that it was really a pretty uh, sordid existence. Lucas Brecky meisner has lived in Oakland his whole life. He's a third generation Oaklander.
1: He says he was raised in a household that stressed Oakland over everything.
0: That was the local team. And the way I was raised, you know, the local teams were our teams. My parents are both from East Oakland, so, you know, these were our community teams. And the Warriors, in my sort of, when I'm paying more attention now, were are pretty crappy. Part of Oakland team loyalty, to me, always meant that you suffered through some pretty terrible teams.
1: The fan base was there when you weren't winning, guys. Uh, when Steph wasn't twirling like he twirling and doing threes from, you know, way downtown. When you weren't doing that, we, you know, we were supporting you, you know, the fan base. That's important.
0: The A's in in the 90s had some terrible teams.
1: Oakland taking the field and trailing three games to none and facing elimination.
0: The Raiders, you know, didn't return until 95-96.
1: Raiders will play in Oakland this Saturday for the first time since agreeing to come back.
0: And they were terrible um, for most of those years up until maybe 01-02. So... The only blip for a lot of us was that 07, we believe team.
1: And we are final seconds.
0: Beating a one seed still almost ranks higher for a lot of us than, than winning a championship. I was at that game. It was, the mo- it was it was almost a religious experience. I'm not a religious man, but it,
1: it was amazing.
0: As the confetti comes from above,
1: 1186. For final...
0: It, was, it felt like Oakland in a microcosm. You're the You're the team that's not supposed to be there, or you're the city that's not supposed to be there. And you not only overcome a deficit,
1: out of 20 seconds, four on the shot clock.
0: You do it with the really fun cast of characters.
1: The men of We Believe.
0: Right, you do it with Steven Jackson, who at that point was more famous for going into the stands and the malice at the palace. Yeah. This has
1: potential to be serious if they don't get the
0: And so you're like, oh, you got the tough guy. You had Jason Richardson, who, yeah. you know, for a lot of us, that was our favorite player of that era. He was kind of the end of his tenure. Oh. Down and Baron Davis was such a... Yeah. Baron Davis. I mean, yeah. he, he wasn't on the Warriors for long, but he was such a magnetic player. Oh, Davis gets inside. <laughs> oh,
1: inside. Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: I, I always felt like there were more Laker fans in the Bay Area than there were Warrior fans.
1: I was a Warrior fan when people used to talk bad about me because we were losing and everything, but I was still a Warriors fan because i Bay Pride. And uh, now that we're winning, you know, the egg's in their face.
0: You didn't have the cool jersey. You, No one on your team had a signature shoe. There was nothing really to take pride in. And so it felt like sort of a it felt like a club you know you all suffered together and there was something about that that um, that brought you together and I think like being a child and and meeting Latrell Sprewell and having it totally crush everything I I hoped for right Latrell was the closest thing we had to a superstar for so long and uh, you know he shows up hella high to you know, Brookfield Park when we're there to meet him with our little basketball rec league team and feeling like, man. Now on up close, he was one of the NBA's least known all-stars until he attacked his head coach. Latrell Sprewell is up close. To love these guys, you really just kind of ignore a lot of stuff, what they do on the court, what they do off the court. One of the reasons that I feel like my father specifically um, raised us more as A's fans and Raider fans than Warrior fans is because the Warriors didn't take Oakland's name. The Warriors moved from San Francisco in 1971 and, you know, this notion that It was going to be a statewide team, and we're going to play in San Diego, and we're going to play in the East Bay, and we're going to play all these places. I get the original inspiration for that, but the reality was is that Oakland and the arena there became their permanent home. Everybody in America thinks the Warriors play in San Francisco. National broadcasts always say we are here in Golden State or here in the beautiful Bay Area. These lines are then followed by sweeping views of the Golden Gate Bridge. And- the fact that the Warriors never claimed Oakland was punctuated when they trotted out the throwback jerseys that, that featured the city logo. A lot of us felt like this is an allusion to you trying to return to that, trying to leave us. And a lot of us started making our own gear. I mean, me and a friend of a friend of mine, we made East Oakland Warriors logo t-shirts and sweatshirts
1: and so this shirt is just 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 to make a statement man as you see golden state is crossed out i'm from the golden state i love the golden state i
0: love the bay area but again you want to give credit where credit is due When the Warriors announced the town uniforms... We are um, honoring this year in recognition of the town jerseys that we're wearing. We're honoring many people who have made contributions to our franchise and to the East Bay. Some people were excited, but most of us were like, you know what, that would have been really tight if you did that three years ago. But the fact that they only did it after they had their plans to move to San Francisco, for me, read as, we are trying to You know, make a little bit of money on a New Jersey that we know a bunch of people will clamor for, but it's really a a desperate attempt to keep our Oakland fans when we move to San Francisco. We will only make you part of our story when we don't have to be here anymore. When the Warriors move to San Francisco, I don't think I'll ever go to a game. And and I'm not sure how I'll respond to whether or not they'll still be my team. I mean, they will in the sense that I'm not going to start rooting for another team. But there's levels to fandom, right? There's being like a casual fan and there's being a diehard. And I think my days of being a diehard fan are gone. And even if I wanted to be a diehard, I know I won't be able to afford a ticket in that arena. My relationship to the Warriors reminds me of Mary J. Blige's song, Not Gonna Cry. You know, I was your lover and your secretary, like just being there, being holding someone down in sort of their darkest moments, which we have as Warriors fans. And now as soon as you get big and you get successful and bigger market is coming to calling, and you want that, you know, it's easy to up and leave. Lucas, thanks a lot, appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure.
1: When I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have cared if the team moved from Oakland to San Francisco. I never visited Oakland, I always visited San Francisco. But now as an adult who lives in Oakland, who reports on stories about gentrification, about the city's identity, and how it's losing a lot of that identity, the identity that people say they really care about, now I just see the Warriors move from Oakland to San Francisco as one more thing the city's losing. I wanna know what you think about the Warriors move from Oakland to San Francisco. You can tweet at us, I'm at Radio Devon, or you can just use the hashtag TheBayKQED. That's it for today. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. This summer, we at The Bay are thinking about how to make the show even better. So you might have noticed I've been tweeting out different polls or asking for your feedback. Eventually, we want to meet more of you face-to-face and ask what you think. If you're interested in meeting up with us later this year to talk about the Bay, why we do what we do, and how maybe to make it better, then let us know. You can email me directly at dkatyama, that's K-A-T-A-Y-A-M-A, at kqed.org, or you can tweet at me. I'm at Radio Devon, and we can pass along some details when the time comes. All right, see you later.